1: You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Now, I've got like a really good show lined up for you guys, and I'm actually sounding a bit hoarse at the moment. I'm actually losing my voice, so I don't know. Who's sicker, Michelle or or myself? I don't know. But I'm standing in uh, for Michelle at the moment. Now, with me in the studio tonight, I've got like a couple of really good friends here at Transpositions. If you're listening to Stand Up Straight on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock,
0: Well done.
1: It's not (laughs) not, 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 a (laughs) user, it's Clayton. Hi. Hi. Hi Clayton. How are you? Hi,
0: my first time live on Transpositions. It is. I've been pre-recorded a couple of times, but yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. We're gonna have a bit of a chat. And my other special guest that I've also got in the studio with me right now is the gorgeous Katie. Now, if you have listening to Transpositions before in the past, Katie is a I'm a speech pathologist that works with voice. Yes, and you're the type of person we want to talk to. Can you help me with my lost voice? (laughs) I can certainly try. I think I've been screaming too much. Christmas will do that to even the best of us. Exactly right. Hey, so thank you so much for joining us tonight. So we're going to have a chat maybe about gendered communication or something like that. Sounds absolutely fantastic. Mm. Now, Clayton, you showed to me one news item before, which is just like... Really got my coat
0: Yeah well It's an interesting article Because um, It's the headline You kind of understand Where they're coming from Just by reading the headline Barry Humphreys says Caitlyn Jenner is a Publicity seeking rat bag Can you understand that? (laughs) No (laughs) No no Um, But Then If you actually read the article It actually goes into Him agreeing with uh, Jermaine Greer Oh come on Seriously uh, No No
1: no. Definitely no (laughs) No.
0: Um, (laughs) I agree with Jermaine You're a mutilated man That's all he says, oh. self-mutilation, which, what's all this carry-on? Caitlyn Jenner, what a publicity-seeking rat bag. It's all given the stamp, not for necessity... Oh, no. I can't even say the word. But authenticity or something. It, yes, he's...
1: No, no, yeah. no, no. no.
0: He's such an authentic woman himself. <sighs> Isn't
1: he? Well, you know what? Suddenly I'm starting to lose my respect that there is... Well, that I had for his his wonderful character.
0: Uh, Dayman is a very iconic Australian character, and it's just sad that he's... And someone, actually, Sonia from Sci-Fi and Scream made the question, if he'd said it as Dame Edna, would that have been different?
1: Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, maybe Dame Edna's probably, um, I'm going to call it, I think Dame Edna's a has-been. Oh. I think Barry Humphreys is a has-been with comments like that.
0: Well, absolutely. And is Jermaine Greer, who once was very relevant.
1: And, look, I'm not going to comment too much, and it's probably a bit topical, but Jermaine Greer, um, in my opinion, she's naturally the person that she actually opposed all those years ago, back in the 60s and mm. 70s. which is kind of scary. Hey, you are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9, and this is Megsy with a very hoarse force, and I...
0: <laughs> well, you're looking lovely, not like a horse. So. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you. Well, other people. Oh, no, actually, I'm not going to say that because we're not after nine. Oh. <laughs> now, Katie, you've come and joined us tonight and you are a speech pathologist. I am indeed. What exactly does that mean? Well, it can
2: mean a lot of different things depending on where you work, but basically, we do everything uh, to do with communication and swallowing to help people to be able to optimize their communication and swallowing and their health. And how does that relate with trans people and those kinds of things? Yeah, so look, the trans community are some of my favourite people to work with because we get to help um, a lot of very diverse people, but specifically with trans communities, they're really excited about their communication and particularly their voice. So we get to do really exciting things in helping uh, trans women to feminise their voice and trans men to masculinize their voices to be able to talk and communicate the way that they want to.
1: Because I think for a lot of people, it really is a big thing. Um, the voice. Um, you know, it's like if you don't, if it doesn't feel right, it it doesn't sound right for people. And I think Caitlyn Jenner, um, in her in her fuck you series, and I've I've got mixed views on it. She actually went out and said, um, for her, the voice was a big thing because you know you can look and everything else like that, but if the voice is not right. Mm,
2: Absolutely, and I think for for all of us, our voice is such an extension of of who we are as people and it's kind of our interface between the worlds that we exist in in our heads and and the rest of the world. So, you know, if there is a disconnect, it can be really debilitating for people. And the flip side of that is it's really exciting when people are able to achieve communication and and voice Mm.
1: that does reflect who they feel like they are on the inside. Because it's really important. Because in one way, you want to try and broadcast how you feel. Mm, Absolutely. How you identify. Yeah.
0: This is going to sound slightly dirty but I don't mean it to. No. Do men and win- women swallow differently?
2: Interesting. Um, there, Clayton.
0: I I mean that in a non-dirty way. I just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Look, given that there's, um, and it's not my specialty area, swallowing is the one area of, of speech pathology that I've steered away from as much as humanly possible because I'm not very good at it. Okay. But um, because the, the structures are different, then there would be some differences potentially in, in what happens. Um, but it's probably one of the, the areas that isn't uh, as diverse, whereas the, the thing with voice and communication is that it can be really different between mm. men and women and, um, you know, it's part of what makes it really a unique and, and special area within my field.
0: It does sound like a very interesting field. I didn't know that swallowing was part of speech pathology yeah. till right now, so thank you, you for go. that. Yeah,
1: actually, that was news to me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, so one of the aspects of communication itself, it's not only just verbal, there's also nonverbal as well. When we look at the two different genders, there are seems... To be a bit of a difference, how, how does that work?
2: Yeah, so look, there's a, a, a whole raft of different ways that communication differs between the genders, and I think you've you've touched on a really interesting and probably not always thought about area, which is the the non vocal communication. So things like gesturing, body postures, stance, that all impacts on how we communicate with other people, and that's very different depending on what gender you identify as being.
1: So the, the other thing I was also going to ask as well. Is a lot sometimes potentially related to sexual orientation as well mm. you know some gay men might behave in a certain way in terms of gesturing and those kinds of things is that would you see that as well that's well,
2: interesting because I think um, there's a lot of cultural variances in the way that we gesture and that um, can come in in cultures in terms of small C so in small communities but also in broader cultures so different nationalities will actually use their bodies in different ways when they communicate and I think that's part of what happens when you're you know with your tribe or with your your clan is that you develop norms that um, identify you to the people around you that you associate with so it definitely has variants um, but I think it's it's often to do with who we're around and how we want to be identified with other people
0: I think also gay men don't get quite as hung up about looking feminine or it, it's okay to be mm. a bit more feminine or whatever else but just we're not as worried about it
1: one thing I was going to say is a little while ago I saw a um, I saw a documentary on a it was actually on a streaming television service I'm not going to say which one um, but I saw one, and it was actually the name of the show was called "Do I Sound Gay?" And I think from what I what I can recall watching this um, documentary was because gay men sometimes when they're growing up they tend to socialise with with straight women that there's a transference in terms of speech patterns and and that comes across onto onto gay men. Would you say that's true or there's any sort of credit with that? Look, I
2: mean, potentially that the, there's an interesting argument to be had there. Um, I hadn't thought about it in those terms before, so it's definitely something to kind of go away and think about. I'll send you a link.
1: Awesome. <laughs> I'll dig it up. I've got it buried somewhere when of those streaming things. i have signed up to too many of them, actually.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, too many sign-ups.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably going to cost me an absolute fortune. <laughs> I need to check my monthly balances and how much is going to three through. it's really scary. Oh, yeah. God, I'm really scared about this stuff. I don't know. All right, look, i tell you what, you are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. I've got a track lined up for you. Um, here we go. <laughs> well, actually, it's I play this song every time I go and jump on a plane. And I, 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 I travel a bit for work now and then, but there's this something about this track and slowly creeps up and which to me reminds me of the sound of a the a plane starting to take off. Yeah, I can uh, see what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steppenwolf, Magic Cover Ride. You are losing transpositions at John 94.9. Did, did they break the mold, Shitting Stars?
0: Oh, they mm, break lots of things, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, no. Look, that is Smash Mouth, and uh, that was All Star. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Hey, that song we were talking off air, I saw that that song was in what, Shrek or something? Shrek somewhere? it
0: was, and I think it was even used in Shrek 2. Was that good? Um, uh, Mystery Men, a um, couple of other things, like... Uh, Digimon, yep. <laughs> Inspector Gadget, uh, and then Ar- 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 Larry Sanders show, Ally McBeal, Friends, Tom Goes to the Mayor. I don't know that one. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Bob the Builder.
1: Are you serious? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bob the uh, Sorry, an action figure of Bob the Builder by Learning Curve, You're a Builder, dancing Bob, sings a song called You're a Builder to the tune of this song, of uh, being all-star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know what I say to that? <laughs> really, this is crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but if, if it's approved by Bob the, Bob the Builder. Anyone can love it.
1: Absolutely. Uh, wait, yeah, Bob the Builder. Actually, my kids when they were little, they used to love Bob the Builder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Can he fix it? Uh, can you can he he build it? He...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was actually even released as a single. The uh, Can we fix it? A bit of a dance it beat behind was, it. Yeah, it was
1: actually. You know what? I want to hear. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's going to do it. Mike Evans, Dex After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I want to hear him play it because I listen to Dex, and Dex is actually on, on Friday nights, uh, I think it's about 10 o'clock here mm. join 94.9, and <laughs> I just love listening to it, because like, I love good DJ music. Yeah. Uh, it's great. And
0: so, it. Mike, if you're listening, we'd like a bit of Bob the Builder in your mix.
1: Absolutely, Mike, <laughs> you've got to do it. Get one of your DJs, if they're playing for you, spinning the decks, to put in some Bob the Builder. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do it.
0: Probably not. I we, imagine not.
1: <laughs> we, can, we can wish. Hey, look. Uh, <laughs> it's, never it's not Are you here? Mike, come on. You're going to do never it. It's never going to happen. Do you hear that, guys? He says it's never going to happen. I said no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, look, guys, one thing I was going to ask um, if you've got messages for us uh, and if you want to tell us about your New Year's resolutions and those kinds of things, this is how you go and do it. <laughs> We're listening to you. SMS 0427 JOY 949, email onair at joy.org.au or call us 1300 JOY 949. Yeah, may as well do it. So send us messages, text messages emails, all those kinds of wonderful things.
0: And we've had a membership <gasps> Yay! from Helen from Brunswick West. Thank you very much for your membership.
1: Oh, Helen, thank you so much. We You're love you.
0: Good time to do it with the 94 days of summer.
1: It is, so. exactly. And just recently, I renewed my membership as well. Well done. So, good stuff, Helen. Appreciate it. Love you. Now, one of the things I wanted to talk about um, just quickly, Katie, is... Um, The way in which trans women and trans men sort of communicate, and we were talking before about nonverbal communication Mm. and those kinds of things, when someone is transitioning from one gender to another, is it, one approach, would it be best for them to sort of, with the communication, like, at the snap of fingers to sort of just change just like that, or is it more... Is it easier for a, a gradual transition of both verbal and and nonverbal communication? So as physically they change, that that also happens with their communication and and everything.
2: Well, I think it's it's one of those things that um, it's also about trying out what sits right with you as a person. So it's not just about there's a set of particular things that are male or female and you have to only do those things in a particular way in a particular set. So I think it's for most people, it is a, a gradual attainment. Um, I think often it's trial and error and figuring out what kind of feels comfortable for you in what kind of context. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's really about kind of that self-discovery, I think. So it sits alongside that whole process.
1: So it's a really slow and gradual thing.
2: For a lot of people, it is. I mean, I've had clients over the years who have um, very much decided that that's what they were going to focus on, and so for them, it's been a more more rapid kind of development, I suppose, and they've moved into their new set of, of gestures or their new way of, of communicating quite rapidly. But to be honest, often because the the process of um, adapting voice is often a very slow process, the rest of the communication kind of tends to sit alongside all of that.
1: So you say that really voice is one of the biggest difficulties that your clients have had or has there been other things that your clients have experienced
2: yeah look it's interesting I think everybody kind of has their own challenges and it really you know depends on on the individual but often voice is hard because as one of my clients said to me it's the thing that we have to do for ourselves so everything else gets done to us and this is done by us and it really is a case of because it's developing a new skill base and and creating new habits that it, it is something that can be
1: quite challenging for people Look, as from a trans perspective as well, I know voice for everyone who goes through this through this transition is difficult. Also, with obviously whether you go male to female or female to male, obviously the when you're transitioning to to male, um, the androgen process, androgen androgenization process on the vocal folds obviously solves all the problems. Mm. But still, once again, you've got the non-verbal communication aspects as well to also manage as well for a trans man
2: absolutely and I think you know it's it's interesting because I, I often um, think that we, we create a lot of what we do by watching other people and so you know it's often the case that um, in, in the clinic that clients will come in and they'll try things out but often it's actually about going and looking at you know how are the meaningful people in my life doing things you know have they got particular gestures that I like that I'd like to try out mm. or are there particular ways that I've noticed somebody stands that I think is something I want to emulate so you know it's, it's often actually around observation and being aware of what people are doing and then figuring out how that sits for yourself
1: what are some of the quick wins for a trans person whether they're going either way yeah look and again it's pretty
2: individualistic but often it's the thing of of feeling like the way that you have gestured or the way that you've spoken sits well with other people so often I've had clients say you know I went into a shop and somebody didn't turn around and look at me strangely when I opened my mouth to ask for something and Mm. that um acceptance of of there not being a, a, a dissonance between the way that somebody looks and the way that they sound can often be a really big win for people, um, but also to when they get feedback from people that they care about that you know they're they're starting to to sound the way that they're aiming to sound or that they, you know they've used their voice in a way that was particularly feminine or masculine depending on what their goals are. It
1: works well for them. Absolutely, mm. Mm.
0: voice is such an important thing in the way we communicate because people will respond to you in a certain way just from how you sound. Mm. And I find that with my students and they just, if I'm sounding a particular way one day at school, then they'll respond differently. Like if I use a more stronger tone or if I use softer tone. So I guess people will start responding to you differently as well.
2: Absolutely. And I think, you know, this is something you can talk about a bit later, but I've definitely found that even with my own research with sports coaches, that the way that you sound impacts on how people will interact
1: with you. Mm Oh, Okay. Well, I think it's definitely something to remember and certainly something to think about. You are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Hey, look, um, we are talking to Katie and I've got Clayton here in the studio with us. And we're talking about comms and everything else like that. Now, one of the things I want to try and figure out as well, if we can, is a type of language that trans people use. I know that when I was presenting as male, I used to speak certain words like, "Oh, yeah, that was all right, mate. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But obviously now it's just like I don't talk like that. It's just like I'd say this is absolutely amazing and the way in which I I choose my words – that's a big thing for people trying to get their minds around. How, how does that work in, in the overall comms or the communications that people actually have when they're transitioning?
2: Yeah, so I think it's it's interesting just in terms of um, that male-female gender difference that we know that women tend to be more expressive in their communication. So you, you were absolutely spot on when you were saying that you moved into more expressive language. Mm. So things like saying, you know, absolutely and, and fabulous and, and those kind of um, terms do Superb. tend to... Absolutely. 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 But yeah, they do tend to be more feminine. And so we we tend to notice those more in feminine speech. And as you said, there are certain even ways of enunciating things that tend to be clari- more more masculine in terms of, of the the clarity of the speech and um, we know for instance that women tend to have their tongues further forward in their mouths so they enunciate more than than male mm-hmm. speakers so it's it's an interesting kind of combination between how we actually talk in terms of the physical way that we speak. Women speak tend to speak faster than men, but also, as you said, in terms of the words that we use, and that all sits alongside things like how pitch changes and mm. the sort of volume that we use in the speech.
1: It's also the the, the overall pace as well, and mm. phrasing, Absolutely. pauses, those kinds of things.
2: Yeah, and what's really interesting is I think something that um, a lot of people who are looking at altering their their speech. So it may be that they're transitioning or it may be that um, they're looking at trying to be able to use their speech in a particular way for, for, say, their jobs. So, you know, radio announcers and people like that is that it's about actually being more aware of those things. And, of course, if we're not focusing on them, why, why would it not just be habit? But it's really it, – it can be a really – interesting but sometimes eye-opening thing to to start to concentrate on you know what is it that actually makes that communication masculine or feminine
1: yeah absolutely because i was going to say actually talking about radio um having these things on your ears and and listening to yourself I was like oh i sound like that and like normally when we're speaking without Headphones and having the sort of, um, a microphone in front of us, we hear things differently because the mechanics, of the the transmission of of the sound is, is much is much different.
2: Mm, absolutely, and I think what's interesting, you know, most people will listen to recordings of themselves and be like, oh, oh, okay, and not, <laughs> oh, no,
0: no. <laughs> yeah, and
2: not not necessarily like what they hear. So, you know, that that can be really confronting for for particular clients that I've worked with because. As therapists, we'd love to get them to listen to recordings because it helps to be able to hear, you know, what's happening and what isn't. But it can be really confronting when you don't like the sound of your voice at the time.
0: Listening to my own voice, doing my podcasts and things like that, I... I have always thought my voice was masculine enough for me. I didn't realise how high-pitched I was, high pitched I was mm. until I actually listened to myself, which I'm comfortable with my voice. It's not a problem. You sound great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <You> <laughs> so, but um, it's just I've been more high-pitched than I realised listening to myself back.
2: And that's interesting. When we did um, pitch measures with uni on, on our voices, I've actually got quite a low pitch for a woman, but I have quite a feminine voice. So it's interesting how we, we shape.
1: But how does it work? How, and that's obviously the timber that we're talking about. Yeah.
2: How does it work? so the the actual pure pitch happens at the vocal cords the vocal folds and that's basically if you think of um two rubber bands if you pull them tighter you get a higher sound so we alter the tension in in our in these two little ligaments that are the the size of of our little fingernails um by you know creating voice and, and changing that sound but then we have to shape that to actually have what we hear as, as voice. So we do that by allowing that sound to um, reverberate. Or if you think about it being like a tennis ball that's hitting against a wall, that's what happens. The sound hits against the walls in the in the throat and then in the mouth and nose. And we shape what that that space looks like to make different sounds. So that actually shapes what, what the,
1: the voice sounds like. So in terms of where it resonates...
2: Absolutely. So, you know, you'll, you'll hear some people who, who will be hypernasal and they're doing a lot of things up in their nasal oh, cavity. Oh, my
1: God, you sound like Fran Drescher.
2: <laughs> and then you've got the people that aren't doing any of the reverberation and, you know, the blicky Bill, Julia Gillard kind of voice. Mm-hmm. And that's purely just by moving
1: that where that's bouncing around.
0: And then you've got helium. And then you have helium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw uh, another thing into the mix. Um, harmonics. Mm. Look, I I studied engineering and electronics and those kinds of things, so I'm a techie-engineer kind of person by trade. But one of the things I learned about when we spoke about a sine wave, which is just the pure wave itself, Mm. that is itself what's termed as the fundamental frequency because it's the base, it's the lowest frequency, and then there's other frequencies built on top of that, what we call harmonics at certain set intervals, and they change the overall structure. Um, I think it's called fast Fur analysis and those kinds of things. In a human voice, how does that, how does that happen? How does that change with, with the different harmonics? Because you've got the vocal folds which are vibrating at a certain level. Mm. But then when we start to talk about the generation of those harmonics, is that because of the, the vocal chamber? where everything's resonating
2: yeah and it's all that integration of of the the structures and the sound moving from that sound source in the throat right the way up to to moving out of the mouth so you know there's there's actually a whole lot of physics that comes into creating what we hear as voice and you know how clever are we that we do this without even thinking that we're creating this really varied and quite unique sound and that each of us does it in a different way that's identifiable as us
1: it just happens so smoothly Mm. oh god it's amazing Closing you did so well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, you. Well, you sound like a normal cis guy, which is great.
0: Yeah, like, look, I I sound like me and I'm actually pretty happy with that. So,
1: well, Of course, you should be happy with <laughs> <Yeah>. that.
0: <laughs> Uh, I do my, use my voice a lot at work and I do a lot of modulation and that's what I teach my student teachers as well. You need to modulate to keep people interested and happy mm. with what you're saying. And But then I do character voices as well and that just is a whole oh, new wow. level. I'm not doing it on air. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to hear character not spontaneously. Um, I, I need something in front of me, material. I, when I read my books, I use a lot of accents and things like that and that's a whole lot of fun and it teaches <laughs> me about my speech as well.
1: Oh god. Okay, that's fine. All right. Look, I tell you what. What we're going to do is I'm going to play a quick song. We're going to listen to um, some Sophie ellis big Store, "Magic on the Dance Floor."
0: Murder on the dance floor.
1: Uh, yeah, murder on the. No, I'm losing my plot. <laughs> You're listening. Transpositions, 4.9. It's murder on the dance floor.
2: You better not kill the groove, DJ. Gonna burn this
0: goddamn house right down.
1: Oh, you are listening to Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Hey, guess what? Time's up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Clayton, time is almost up. We've had a great show tonight. We've had the amazing Katie come through. Katie, what's actually the name of your business? Um, So if people
2: want to get in contact with you, probably the easiest is via Twitter, so at Voice of the Game.
1: Okay. And um, we'd love to hear from anyone absolutely because we did get one message coming through from from one of our listeners and um, yeah they wanted to learn more so right. awesome hey look um, you can reach us here at uh, transpositions you can email us transpositions at joy.org.au we are on 8 o'clock each week now we're not 9 o'clock that we used to be we're 8 o'clock now you've so graduated we have graduated <laughs> well we've gone backwards we've regressed I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I'm, I'm hoping it's not such a bad thing
0: I think it's a good thing it's
1: a good thing mm-hmm. yay <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) it's a good thing so yeah so thank you so much for coming in absolutely enjoyed it it's been an amazing show and really appreciate it thank you so 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 much thank you for having me thanks for having me live yes yes Clayton (laughs) live for the first time You are listening to Transpositions on Joy. I'm going to take you out with some good old Avril Lavigne, Scatterboy. This song, I I was singing my friend Kurt. And if you guys have listened to Transpositions before in the past, you will know Kurt. And um, yeah, so this is Kurt. If you are listening, Scatterboy, you are listening to Transpositions.
2: JOY 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support JOY 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another JOY podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA
1: plus community media organisation, JOY. Help us keep JOY on air. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.